Hello and welcome to Are We There Yet? MarketScale's online video podcast series that features the most exciting things happening in transportation today. My name is Grant Harrell, and as your host, I'll speak with the executives, entrepreneurs, and engineers behind today's most exciting transportation companies, learning truly what's at the cutting edge of transportation technology today. Today, I am very excited to speak with Via Space, what I believe is one of the most exciting companies in the space industry uh, that's truly defining the next generation of space and small satellite travel. And to speak with us about Via Space, we have the chairman of the board of directors, Sid Gutierrez, and the chief executive officer, Brent Willis. Sid Gutierrez is a retired NASA astronaut, a graduate of the United States Air Force Test Pilot Academy, has served in numerous executive positions, including a Sandia National Labs, for example. Brent Willis is a multinational chief executive officer, having served for organizations like Coca-Cola and Kraft, for example, working with companies and projects around the world. Sid, Brent, thank you so much for your time today, and welcome to Are We There Yet? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm so excited to uh, learn a little bit more about Via Space, as I know uh, our audience is as well. And if I may ask uh, you, Sid, uh, Via Space has established uh, an incredible, ambitious mission to revolutionize access to space, making space available safely in a rapidly growing small satellite market. I understand that uh, behind your mission, safety is, is truly a driving force behind the organization and the mission. Can you tell us a little bit more why safety is so important to Viaspace? Well, first and foremost, we value our people. So safety is our first value. But safety is also the cornerstone of any successful endeavor. Very few projects survive a major accident. Uh, when I was a kid, everybody was talking about Buck Rogers and the Jetsons, but realizing the benefits of space has been exceedingly slow coming because access to space has been hindered by both risk, cost, and reliability. And amazingly, these things are all interconnected. Systems that are simple are safer and more reliable. And both of these features drive down costs. The satellite market is very elastic. Companies build satellites to perform functions like communications or data gathering. Those functions can almost always be performed in other ways. If they can be performed at lower cost with satellites, the users will migrate to satellites. So safety, reliability, and affordability are the keys to growing the market even faster. Well, thank you so much for that, Sid, and certainly recognize the importance of safety and just so glad to hear that that really is a driving force behind Bea uh, Space's very exciting work. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. I understand that in addition to safety uh, within your mission and technology, as you, you touched on, sustainability and reliability are also very important components of the mission. Uh, Brent, if you don't mind, would you please tell us a little bit more about your focus on both sustainability as well as reliability? Well, when I looked at the sector grant in terms of complexity and the number of failed launches and failures overall, sometimes catastrophic, I was just so impressed with Sid's vision and so impressed with Via's approach. Of course, the safety is, uh, as he mentioned, but frankly, fewer moving parts translates to fewer things to go wrong, right? And the simplicity, almost the the elegant simplicity of Via's approach, well, that equates to significantly more 
uh, uh, significant more reliability yeah. and importantly, a sustainable cost advantage, right? Yeah. So not only do we get the reliability by having fewer moving parts and the safety and the reliability from every piece of what we do, but the sustainability piece is, is, you know, the amount of, for example, recycled plastics we put in our landfills is just unconscionable, right? I used to work for the Coca-Cola company and they are one of the worst culprits. And so the fact that in addition to the safety, reliability and cost advantages, we can make a huge difference for the planet was such a huge draw for me. And I'm just so proud of, of what the company does in that respect for the planet. Absolutely. It's, it's incredible uh, what you're achieving. And, and, and speaking to the sustainability and, and the recycled uh, uh, plastics and recycled water or, uh, bottles, beverage bottles, as, as you've mentioned, um, I understand uh, that um, within each launch, uh, an incredible uh, amount of recycled uh, plastics and bottles are, are used. Can, can you tell us a little bit about some of those uh, statistics? I, I think it's incredible. Well, it's only 2 million per launch, right? So yeah. I think it's better to put, not to put 2 million recycled bottles or, you know, frankly, they're not really even recyclable. The major beverage companies, they don't recycle them. They downcycle them, right? They don't make new bottles from there. And even though they're 100% quote recyclable grant, only about 30% of them end up in the recycled system. The rest go in landfills. So my logic is let's not leave those bottles on the planet in whatever way, let's take them off the planet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. I, I understand also, Brent, that, that there's a, a very special meaning uh, behind uh, Viaspace's name. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, I don't get credit for it. It's Sid. It's our chairman, right? Yeah. But when astronauts take off, what I understand is the mission control typically says Godspeed. Well, Sid being our country's first U.S.-born Hispanic astronaut, they said to Sid, Vaya con Dios, uh, go with God, right? Yeah. So, and with that, Vaya was born, and thanks to NASA and Sid, they get all the credit. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. What a, what a special meaning and, and a special name that the organization has. I, I love it. Um, Brent, you've, you've recently joined uh, Via Space as the organization's chief executive officer. Um, as I just briefly touched on, uh, you, you have an incredible background, uh, interest in sustainability and in, in the environment, uh, and uh, as, as you just shared with us a little bit about, and, and fits so well within Via Space's uh, mission and just some, some major advantages of the technology. Would you mind telling us just a little bit more about yourself, You know, maybe just a, a brief introduction to Via Space and why it was important for you uh, to join this incredible team? Well, uh, yes, I would mind because I don't like talking about myself <laughs> and I don't like talking about past accomplishments. And trust me, man, I am not here for the clapping hands. Yeah. I am here to do extraordinary things for the planet, for this company. And I, I, like, I like doing big things, yeah. right? So, yeah. yes, uh, I was proud to be Coke's youngest president and create the world's largest beer company with this obscure Belgian beer company nobody had ever heard of for like 650 years. Yes, I was proud of those things, sure. but you know, I, it just doesn't matter. What matters is what are you going to do going forward? What difference are you going to make going forward? And are you going to be purpose and mission driven? That was what was so gravitating about VIA. This is a purpose driven company. This is a mission driven company. This is such a potential disruptor, but not just disrupting and creating a big business, doing it in the right way. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Very good. I love it. I love it. It's all about the future. It's all about today and 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 what we're working to accomplish and what's important to us. So um, very very well said. I appreciate that very much. Um, Sid, uh, you, you have an incredible background, and I won't ask you because I know you're very much the same way, that it's all about today and, and the future, and uh, you, you do have an incredible background uh, and, and just amazing experience uh, that you bring to Viaspace and, and is such a part of, of the work that you're doing uh, now. Um, but if you don't mind me asking, you're, you're the first individual that I've ever had the pleasure of speaking with uh, that's traveled to space and uh, would love if you'd be so kind to maybe just share Maybe a quick space story with us, uh, maybe something that just maybe points a little bit to um, the, the amazing experience uh, that you've had to, to travel to space. Would, would you mind sharing a story with us? Sure. Um, so the microgravity or the weightless environment while flying in space, is it's unique and it's interesting. Uh, you adjust to it pretty quickly. The views are what are absolutely amazing. But the most incredible thing about the views is how quickly they change. Because you're moving at about 18,000 miles an hour. That converts to about 25,000 feet per second. I can't even really imagine that even having done it. But you literally go all the way around the world in about 90 minutes. Wow. And I didn't fully grasp the meaning of that until uh, we were delayed on the launch pad for my first launch. Hmm. We were sitting on the coast of Florida at about 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, The sun was beating in my window. And uh, I looked over at the commander, and he was adjusting the background lights on his instruments. Okay. And I asked him if he thought he was going to need them soon. And he responded that within 30 minutes of launch, it would be dark. Wow. And that's when the full impact of what we were doing uh, really hit me. Wow. So to accelerate to that speed, 18,000 miles an hour, in just a few minutes, mm requires the generation of a tremendous amount of energy. Mm. And that's why rockets must be so powerful. But controlling the generation of that energy is why safety is so important. Yes, very good, very good. That's incredible. 18,000 miles an hour, 25,000 feet in a second. Uh, I think if, if yes. I heard correctly, that's amazing. So gosh, you think of how long it takes to get to that type of altitude in a commercial plane nowadays and to think that uh, in a rocket, you do it in about a second. That That's amazing to, to consider. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to throw in a fun question, uh, Sid, because again, uh, first individual I've ever had the uh, the uh, opportunity to get to speak with that's traveled to space. I thought you might have an opinion on this and would only ask for, you know, maybe a one word, yes or no answer. Uh, do aliens exist? So um, that's an interesting question. First, there's no reason why astronauts should have any unique insight into that question. Because if an alien can travel light years to get to Earth, they're not going to stop in their Earth orbit. They're going to come all the way down to the surface of the Earth. Uh-huh. But since you asked the question, uh, based on information released by our government and uh, observations of airline pilots that I've spoken with, there are technologies that have manifested themselves that we simply do not understand. We apparently know very little about these events, and I think we should seek to understand them better before we start guessing at what category we should put them in. Very good. 
Very good. Well spoken. Well, thank you for that. Uh, I think that provides some accredited insight uh, into the question. So, so thank you so much. Um, I understand, uh, Brent, if you don't mind uh, me asking you, that um, you're actively accepting 2023 uh, reservations uh, from organizations and, and want to wish you congratulations on this accomplishment. And I know that you're working hard to move things forward uh, safely, uh, but, but quickly uh, as well. And so, um, you know, Fitting within the theme of the series, we, we often ask, are we there yet? And so, you know, would, would love to ask you, economical, environmentally friendly, reliable, precise satellite launching through hybrid rocket technologies, are we there yet? Uh, I don't think we'll ever be there, Grant. But one of the benefits of being a CEO is you get to answer questions that you want to answer. And I want to answer Sid's question. Uh, because he evaded it, if you ask me. Uh, and I think in business, in my career, I've run into some of those aliens. Some of these guys in business that I've run into are crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, take Elon Musk. I'm sure that dude is an alien. That guy's really crazy. So, um, you know, a lot of progress comes from, from from being a little bit different, being a little bit willing to be three standard deviation driving for change. And that's where breakthrough comes from, right? I look at VIA, not yes, we have the safety. Yes, we have the reliability, but we're also 30% lower cost than anybody on the planet. So we're never going to be there because we can always improve. We can always uh, uh, drive eco-friendly. We can always drive economic. We can always drive all of the aspects uh, aspects of eco. But, you know, honestly, you know, we've got a saying inside the company now. We say, Vaya Grande, go big. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have all of the potential to Vaya Grande, go big, building off of Sid's legacy. Very good. Very good. I love it. Vaya Grande. Um, if I may ask too, via space, your, your, your revolution access to space in the small satellite market, um, I'd love learning a little bit more about the market myself. I, I certainly, when, when thinking of small satellites, telecommunications, uh, global positioning systems, things like that come to mind, but, but there's a lot more applications and a lot of industries that are in uh, the small satellite area. Without providing any company names, could you tell us a little bit more about some of the industries, some of the product or technology applications um, that these small satellite clients operate within? But just for frame of reference, Grant, there's yeah. been about 10,000 satellites that have been put up uh, into low Earth orbit in the past 20 years. Okay. Over the next 20, um, they expect to put up more than 100,000. Wow. And each launch cost is worth 10 to 15 million. So that's over one trillion dollars of a market opportunity going forward. And it's everything from Internet to 5G communication, to farming, to military applications, to earth observation, to see weather and land patterns, farming patterns, and of course, uh, Chinese and Russian spy satellites going up. Our country would never do those things no. uh, and put those kinds of satellites up. But all of those applications are just going to drive huge demand and they're becoming cheaper. And guess what? From a business model standpoint, it's a recurring revenue model because some of these smaller satellites, guess what? They come back down to earth over a period of time or they wear out. So it's like batteries running out. So there is a recurring business to this going forward. So, you know, we're really excited about the opportunity and the kinds of markets out there is just, it's just really starting in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's exciting to hear. $1 trillion market opportunity. That's, that's incredible. Um, 
So when you talk a little bit about some of these industries, the different applications, the the number of, of launches, the potential market over the next couple of years, um, uh, it's it's exciting. Um, and and I'd love to learn a little bit more about the impact. And and so through some of the technologies, the lower cost, the simplicity of the technology itself, not to mention some of the sustainable environmental advantages, but through Viaspace's technology and through improving the industry and the launch capabilities and reducing that cost, what what's the impact of, of, of all of this uh, through through Viaspace's offerings? How, how does that affect, you know, some of the industry's business life, life as we know it? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. We're an unknown entity, but we're just now sort of coming out, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, as we come out and people see all of these components of competitive advantage, sustainability, cost advantage, reliability, safety, all of these things the vectors of opportunities that will open up to the company are just untold from missiles to, you know, just any kind of engine. And it's actually easier not to put something up into space or into the air, but to look at all of the engine market where, you know, we can make a difference and further disrupt. But companies that fail to focus or people that fail to focus, one thing happens, they fail. And so um, guys like Sid, myself, our company, we focus and we focus on what is going to make the biggest impact and biggest difference. And, and our next uh, target is take advantage of this, this just this huge burgeoning small satellite uh, launch market where not only can we get our fair share of that market, which fair share as we define it is all of it. Uh, and we think that's fair for us. Uh, so, you know, like I said, Via Grande, we're going big. Very good. Very good. Well, I, I'd like to thank each of you for, for your insights today. I, I appreciate uh, uh, your answers also to some of the fun uh, questions. I'm, I'm glad that uh, I, that I've learned today. It sounds like there's a pretty good chance that aliens uh, do exist. It sounds like each of you have, have worked with a couple in the past. Elon Musk may be one of them. Uh, we know now. So we appreciate some of the insights there, but but more so uh, about Biospace and, and the incredible work that the organization and that each of you are doing. And so want to thank you. Uh, so very much for your time today and uh, wish you, uh, each of you and the organization continued uh, success. And uh, in, in your words, in the theme of Via Space, uh, uh, Via Grande, uh, go big. And uh, thank you so much for sharing some of these incredible insights uh, with us today uh, at Are We There Yet? And uh, we look forward to uh, watching what's next for Via Space. Thanks, Thanks Graham. Thanks, Sid. Thank you. Thank you.